Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. T.J. Watt's quiet holdout is short-circuiting Steelers training camp. And fans waiting for Watt to take the field could be alone in the dark for some time to come. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Somebody once said that 90% of life is just showing up. Well, if that's the case, the Steelers aren't getting a whole heck of a lot of superstar stud outside linebacker T.J. Watts 90%. These days in training camp in the preseason, while Watt is showing up, he's doing next to nothing. And he has yet to step even a toe on the field during live practices in the preseason. This because both Watt and his agent are biding their time to negotiate a blockbuster contract for the former 2017 first-round pick for the Steelers. The sack-happy linebacker is all but certain to break the bank. Watt is poised to become the highest-paid edge rusher, not just in Pittsburgh, but across the entire NFL. The contract Watt is seeking would pay him 28 to $30 million per year. Those are huge numbers. And it's a big reason why Watt is barely lifting a finger in practice and banished the thought of him playing in a preseason game. But how long can the Watt waiting game continue before it really puts a crimp in the Steelers' wiring for the all-important 2021 season? You'll remember that the surging Steelers' defense is supposed to be the catalyst that propels this team to a championship. This, as the 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger slows his passing pace in favor of handing the ball off to rookie runner Najee Harris. The Steelers' offensive plan would mark a welcome return to old-style Steelers football, namely run the ball, play a swarming, turnover-minded defense, and then milk the clock until the seconds run out on another Steelers win. Hey, that is a proven Pittsburgh formula for championship teams, but only if the T.J. Watt-led defense does its part. So far, Coach Mike Tomlin isn't really touching the subject of Watt's hold-in, i.e., showing up but doing next to nothing in practice. Tomlin was pressed by the press on the 
subject and basically said there was no, nothing to see here and even less to worry about. But what happens when training camp and the preseason end and the games start counting for real? Clearly, Watt and his agent aren't about to take any chances while negotiations are ongoing with the Steelers. One injury could deflate the linebacker's sky-high Steelers payday. But we all know the Steelers will not negotiate with any player, be he a superstar or a role player, once the season begins. They just will not do it. So what would Watt and his agent do then? Watt is entering the option year of his rookie deal that will pay him close to $11 million in 2021. But that $11 million is peanuts compared to the big new contract he expects to sign. So what if Watt isn't signed? Does he play? Nobody will answer that question. Not Watt, not Tomlin, not even the Steelers president, Art Rooney II. Rooney wants Watt inked to a long-term deal, but at a price that will allow the team to field and pay those other 52 guys, too. It's a conundrum right now that few are paying attention to, but this could become a huge issue, especially if the Steelers go the route they have in the past and slap the franchise tag on Watt. They did it to Bud Dupree last season, and now he is gone. They did it twice to Le'Veon Bell, and the Star Steelers running back famously refused to play under that second-year franchise tag. Both Bell's career and the Steelers' running game were never the same. Now Najee Harris is set to revive the Steelers' running game, but it could be the vaunted defense that has a big pass-rushing deficiency should Watt just keep showing up but doing little. The defense right now has a very big hole caused by Watt's hold-in. That's the new term. He's in camp, but not into camp. So what's it all mean for the 2021 Steelers? And just how much is T.J. Watt really worth? We cover it all in this Being There edition of your Steelers Update podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my full print column every Thursday morning on PenLive. It will be packed with all the best memes and tweets to really tell the story of Watt's waiting game and what it means for your favorite football team. But right now, let's get right to it. Just how dim has Watt been in the Steelers training camp? Well, this is the word right from the team itself. It's via Bob Labriola on Steelers.com. He writes this, quote, Watt has not participated in any of the hitting or team drills during this training camp. Watt has been at Heinz Field during camp, where he attends meetings and he does conditioning work throughout the day. He also stands among his teammates during competitive drills, but he has not taken part in any to this point. All this because the Steelers' first round draft pick in 2017 is entering the option year of the contract he signed as a rookie and he and the team are currently engaged in contract talks. Steelers president Art Rooney II has said he would like to get a long-term extension done with Watt before the start of the upcoming regular season, unquote. But at what price for T.J. Watt? 
right now, Watt is scheduled to earn $10.09 million for 2021. That is chump change compared to the contract figure rumored to be in play for the stud pass rusher. Here now is Ed Bouchette writing for The Athletic about the stratospheric numbers Watt could get paid under his new deal with the Steelers. Quote, This is no ordinary contract extension for a star player. Watt is about to break the Steelers' bank or at least put the largest dent in it ever. When and if they come to a new contract, he will be the highest paid player in team history and maybe the highest paid outside linebacker edge rusher in NFL history. That honor now belongs to the Chargers' Joey Bosa, according to Over the Cap. He signed a five-year deal extension last summer that averages $27 million annually. The Browns' Miles Garrett is second with an average of $25 million on a five-year deal that he too signed last summer. And why shouldn't Watt be the highest paid defensive player? He's been far more productive than Bosa or Garrett and finished second in Defensive Player of the Year balloting in 2020 and third in 2019. The Rams' Aaron Donald won last year with 27 votes to Watt's 20. Neither Bosa nor Garrett received a single vote either year. Watt blows them away. Through his first four seasons, he has 49.5 sacks, 17 forced fumbles, and four interceptions. It's no contest. What are the Steelers waiting for? Give the man a new deal that averages roughly $30 million over the next four or five years. It should be a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money to pay a linebacker, but that's the going rate. Watt, who turns 27 in two months, has outplayed by far the highest paid linebackers, and there is no reason he should not be rewarded as such for it, unquote. And that is Ed Bouchette writing for The Athletic, but it w might as well being, uh, be Watt's agent. I mean, Bouchette just made the case for the blockbuster contract for T.J. Watt. So, if the case is that clear-cut for the big deal for Watt, what's the holdup? Good question. Bouchette answers this as well, writing, quote, It could be the guaranteed money which the Steelers long have been reluctant to give. You will recall that this is what prevented the Steelers from signing Le'Veon Bell to a contract extension, to their good fortune as things turned out. Dan Rooney long ago was dead set against guaranteed contracts, and the Steelers have resisted doing so. But guarantees have crept into contracts around the league, and if the Steelers are going to be financially competitive, it's something they will have to consider. Garrett reportedly has $100 million of his $125 million new deal guaranteed. Bosa's $135 million deal reportedly has $102 million guaranteed. Unquote. All great stuff by the numbers from Ed Bouchette and showing really what that $100 million hangup could be in the form of that guaranteed funds. And gulp, that is one big guarantee. 
According to Caustic Radio host Mark Madden, it's one the Steelers shouldn't swallow. Here's Madden cheering on the team to play hardball with Watt in these high-stakes contract talks. Quote, if I'm the Steelers, I won't pay that. An edge rusher doesn't impact the game consistently enough to get quarterback money. Ben Roethlisberger makes $14 million. Should Watt make twice that? Defensive end Cam Hayward makes $10.5 million. Is Watt worth $17.5 million more? Safety Minka Fitzpatrick makes just $2.7 million this year and is due a new contract after the 2022 season. Fitzpatrick has been a first-team All-Pro each of the past two seasons, just like Watt. What if Watt gets the most money ever at his position? What will Fitzpatrick want? If I'm the Steelers, I make Watt play out his contract this season, then franchise him for $17 million next year. But Watt wouldn't like that, and he might not play, unquote. That's the scenario that Madden would play out, contract hardball. And there it is, the two sides to the Watt conundrum that could short-circuit the Steelers' season. Yet, Coach Mike Tomlin insists there's nothing, nothing to see here. The coach said this when asked by the Pittsburgh press if what Watt was doing and not doing presented a unique circumstance. Quote Tomlin, not unique at all, really. You know, that negotiation process is going to run its course. Some run their courses faster than others. If I remember correctly, Cam Hayward had less than 100% participation when he was in a similar circumstance a short time ago, unquote. Hey, Coach Tomlin even tried to turn this Watt blackout into a positive. Tomlin said Watt's absence has allowed him the opportunities to see other outside linebackers in practice, most notably Melvin Ingram, who was signed just days before camp started last month. All this from the Post-Gazette, who quoted Tomlin as adding this about the situation. Quote, I like to focus my energies on the guys who are working, and I'm less concerned about the guys who aren't, whether it's contractually related or injury related. At this time of the year, I'm all eyes on the guys who are working, and one man's misfortune or inconvenience is an opportunity for another. Oftentimes, you are thinning the herd and getting exposure to others. I'm excited about the exposure I've been able to get with Melvin Ingram, for instance, because Watt has not been participating, and Melvin has had an opportunity to work with the first group guys and gain cohesion with those guys, unquote. Great way to spin it, coach, but I don't know how many Steelers fans are buying it. But here's the bottom line, and Tomlin did try to offer some assurance to the media that Watt will shine bright once he gets back on the field for the Steelers. And this is despite all these mispractices. Tomlin said this on Watt, quote, he is highly conditioned. The strength staff is working with him. He's getting in good work days. The process is running its course, unquote. Defensive coordinator Keith Butler, who must assemble all these pass rushes without Watt, is singing from the same songbook as Tomlin. 
he told the media this when asked about Watt not taking part in most aspects of training camp. Quote, that's none of my business. I hope he signs a contract and let's get it done. When he gets that done, we'll talk about that, unquote. In other words, the contract come first, the business of football in the 2021 season will have to wait on Watt. Yet, the longer the Watt holdout lasts, or the hold-in as it's being called, the bigger of a deal it becomes, especially if Watt doesn't get the big deal that he wants. But here's Tomlin once again refusing to even touch this topic as if it were a live wire packed with plenty of wattage. Quote, I'm not into the hypotheticals. You know, we'll deal with today and then we'll deal with tomorrow tomorrow. You can talk all day about hypotheticals relative to that issue and others. Unquote. As for Watt himself, among the many things he is not doing in training camp is talking about his own contract status. Quote, it's a long process, Watt said on July 22nd. I'm just trying to progress the proper way. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And right now, T.J. Watt is in camp at a snail's pace. So when does the low-wattage Steelers camp and preseason become a real season-threatening concern? Here's Tim Benz writing for Trib Live on the prospect of Watt's hold-in, short-circuiting the Steelers' training camp and preparation for the season. Quote, for now, Tomlin's description of Watt's quasi-work stoppage as a, quote, brush fire is accurate. It's been a storyline at Steelers training camp, but not a major one. Watt's meager peripheral presence has gotten a few national headlines, but not a ton. There have been no shots fired from Watt's agent. Steelers coaches and management haven't called him out for sidelining himself. And to the best of our knowledge, none of his fellow players have raided Watt's locker for cleats like they did with Le'Veon Bell. But it won't take much for this brush fire to turn into the towering inferno. If Watt and the Steelers do not come to terms by the end of the preseason, what becomes of Watt's strategy then? Does he take the holdout right up to or through the Buffalo Bills game to open the regular season? Does he avoid practices altogether throughout the preseason? Hey, that's some great questions from Tim Benz. But what's the solution? How do we rewire this entire Watt situation? Ben offers this scenario that has plenty of precedent in Pittsburgh. What if Watt gets hit with the franchise tag, just like Le'Veon Bell and Bud Dupree? That's what's hanging over Watt's head, and it's what's hanging over this entire Steelers preseason. Interesting indeed. Right now, the Steelers seem content to let Watt's in-person training camp hold in, play out. And that brings us to the second Steelers preseason game, this one against the Eagles Thursday night. Not much will change. Mason Rudolph will start, and he will be followed by Dwayne Haskins with Josh Dobbs finishing out the game, all according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, 
which writes that Ben Roethlisberger is not expected to play until the Steelers play host to the Lions in their only home preseason game next Saturday. Tomlin said some players who did not play in the Hall of Fame game will play against the Eagles, though he did not specify which players that will be. Quote, Tomlin, I'm looking for very similar things that I was looking for a week ago. There are a number of guys for a variety of reasons who will be getting their first opportunity to play this year. I'm looking for cleanness in pre-snap situations and circumstances. That's playing penalty-free on offense and fluidity and working with the demeanor we want on offense. To make sure we communicate and adjust on the defensive end, I'll be looking for some of those things, things I was looking for a week ago. For the younger players who will be playing in their second preseason game, Tomlin is looking for improvement. Once again, the quote to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette from Tomlin was this, quote, In some other instances, I'll be looking for evaluation and play, not only in terms of quality of play and technique, but awareness because it's reasonable to expect individuals to take a step the more they get exposed to game-like circumstances. Last week, it was an exposure for some. It's reasonable to expect them to grow in terms of awareness relative to that exposure, to be more consistent, and developing techniques or their talents to show for them to play faster and more fluid now, having gained some experience, unquote. Hey, lots of words from Mike Tomlin. He loves to like just shower us in words, but the word really we want to hear is about their Steelers star linebacker, TJ Watt. And right now, no one leading the Steelers seems to be in much of a hurry to see him play or practice for that matter. And that is the situation for now. But how long can it last? Hey, we're going to be monitoring that situation, the watch situation, along with everything else that develops out of this Thursday night preseason game with the Eagles and what transpires as training camp wears on at Heinz Field. We'll have it all for you here on your Steelers Update podcast, which is fresh every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, Log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.